Welcome to the She's Marked Podcast. I'm Hannah, and I'm honored to be your host along this journey to stronger faith, holiness, emotional restoration and healing, and deliverance for the millennial woman. Join me as we press toward unpacking the heavy luggage of our hearts in pursuit of a life that is distinct, set apart, and built on the practical foundation of God's truth. She is walking in power. She is walking in freedom. Without a doubt, all will know that she's marked. Hello, hello, hello. I am back. Oh my. My last episode that I recorded was in July of 2020, and it has literally been one year since I have been here in front of this mic talking and sharing with you lovely, lovely ladies. Thank you so much uh, if you're listening today. If you're new here, welcome. I invite you to listen to my previous episodes. It's available on all platforms, or you can visit my podcast website, which is www.she'smarked.com. If you have been here before, Thank you so much for coming back and please do accept my apology. I know many of you are probably wondering, where did she go? You know, when I started this podcast, I was kind of doing my research on statistics of podcasts and I heard that, I forget how it was termed, but basically a lot of people who venture off and begin podcasts only get through perhaps seven episodes before they quit. And when I had saw that, I said to myself, no, I have to I have to keep going. This is something that I desire to stick with long term. And then lo and behold, I got through six episodes and I went silent. So I have updates for you all. I'm so glad to share a few of the things that have happened in my world in the last year. It was very much not my intention to stop making episodes. And it certainly wasn't my intention to stop so suddenly without any warning or anything. When I recorded that episode in July of 2020, I had found out several weeks before that, that I was pregnant. So my husband and I recently welcomed baby number three. I am officially a girl mom. I have three little princesses. And I now have this joke that I told the Lord that I wanted to do ministry with women and he gave me three little girls. What better way to prepare me for every aspect of womanhood than to bless me with three women that I get to witness from the their first breath until their womanhood and beyond. God certainly has a sense of humor and thoroughness in preparing us for our ministry. So thank you, Lord. I gave birth in February of this year to a beautiful, almost 10 pound baby girl. I spent last year being pregnant and being very sick. With my pregnancies, I have definitely taken a hit. I get everything you can think of, the intense morning sickness, and you know it's almost debilitating. So I really needed all of my energy and my time to get through this pregnancy. As I mentioned, my baby girl was much bigger than I had ever dreamed or expected. My other children were smaller. My firstborn was seven pounds. My secondborn was seven pounds, eight ounces. And 
when I went for my third trimester ultrasound a few days before I was due, we went to, you know, look and make sure everything was okay. And really the doctors were searching for something not necessarily related to my pregnancy. And the entire appointment ended up becoming about the surprising size of my baby. So I'm very small in nature. I'm 5'1". I've always had a very petite frame. So for my other children, you know, the doctors always said, oh, you're having a big baby. And then my first one came out. Oh, you're having a big baby. And then my second one came out. So when the ultrasound tech was looking at the ultrasound, she just started really kind of looking at me and looking at the screen. And then she started saying, are your other children big? And I'm like, well, I guess so. That's what I've been told that, you know, they've been seven pounders. And so she goes, hmm. And I'm like, is everything okay? And, you know, they don't tell you anything. They're like, you need to talk to the doctor. So about 30 minutes went by. This was all very nerve wracking because the pandemic's going on and, and you all know women and even anyone who's had any type of appointment during the pandemic, you have to go in by yourself. So I'm here by myself. I practically went to every single appointment alone, which we'll talk about in a second. So the doctor comes in and I don't know what to expect. And he looks at me and he says, you're having big baby. So I'm like, yeah, okay. How big is big? And he says, 10 pounds. <laughs> you should have saw my jaw drop to the ground. I said, no, you must have me confused with another patient. And so he says, no, 10 pounds, more or less, give or take. You know, we got we to gotta get this baby out right now. So anyways, a few days went by, delivered, and... My baby was nine pounds, eight ounces. She literally was the biggest baby I've ever actually seen with my eyes. She didn't even look like a newborn and she could barely fit the newborn clothes that we bought for her. So she's just the sweetest, chunkiest little thing that you've ever seen. She just turned five months and it has been such a tremendous, tremendous blessing. For those of you who know a little bit about our story, I shared in my blog last year that we had a loss. We had a pregnancy loss. So this baby meant so much. And just the anxiety, And if I'm being completely honest, just the anxiety that came along with this pregnancy on top of being pregnant during a pandemic. And like I mentioned earlier, having to experience a lot of this alone, it was intense. I'm sure all of us in some form or fashion have so much to tell about our experience in the past year, whether you were pregnant or not, just the changes that came along with this pandemic. I had quite a few friends who were also pregnant during the pandemic and prior to me becoming pregnant and just talking to them and hearing about their experiences. I heard about the anxiety. I heard about the loneliness from isolation. I heard about just the stress and, you know, we can't be naive in thinking that because we're believers, because we're followers of Christ, that we're immune to these things. In fact, the Bible talks about the increase in our suffering, but it also talks about the things that are being worked in us through our suffering. So for me to experience pregnancy in such a fragile and delicate time in the world, it was very intense. And so it was very difficult for me to even think about podcasting or any of those things. I literally focused all of the very little energy I had on taking care of myself, trying to rest, going through the obvious motions and emotions of pregnancy and, and being home with two little children in the process and getting through that. So I'm just so very grateful to the Lord for bringing me through that very tough, but very blessed time. And then for those of you who may have lost 
pregnancies before, to be pregnant after something like that, it really fear can really, really tempt you and try to attack you because every second of every day of every month, you're like praying and hoping, Lord, you know, bring me through to this deliverance. Literally, let me see this child. And so for my husband and I being able to look at our baby girl and hold her and reach that end point, it was so much. It was such a tremendous and overwhelming blessing. And so I am just soaking her up and her older sisters are just soaking her up. And we're so very grateful uh, that God has blessed us. So that was that. During that time, I was able to muster up the strength and release my ebook through the turbulence. Some of you have already checked this out. I love the feedback that I've received. Thank you all so very much for your support. If you have not already read the ebook, please feel free to check it out on Amazon. It is called Through the Turbulence, Prayers from the Diary of a Broken Heart. I almost forgot the title to my book, ladies. <laughs> so um, please check that out. These prayers were written at a very low, low place in my life before I experienced deliverance, before I started really living a life that was consecrated to the Lord and understanding a lot about his will and his desire for our heart and our pain and his purpose and our pain. So that was one of my ways of just crying out to God when I felt like I was at rock bottom. And in, in a lot of those instances, I was at rock bottom. I began journaling and writing out my prayer and my heart's cry to the Father. And so years after that, I had a nudge to take some of those prayers and put it into an ebook format and make it public. And the purpose of this ebook is certainly not to highlight or glorify pain, but many times we go through things and because it's so deeply painful or it's so deeply personal, we automatically feel like it's things that are not to be shared. But that's where our testimony lies. Now, this isn't an urge to air every aspect of your life, every waking detail. But people need to hear what we have gone through so that they can see God in their lives. They can know that God is able, that God is faithful, not only to deliver us from those tough times, but to mold and shape us in those tough times. I think that's one of the biggest lessons that I have been learning about the Lord is that he doesn't necessarily deliver you. Or when I say deliver you, he doesn't necessarily take take you out of every fire. He doesn't necessarily prevent you from going through the fire. I realize that God is so thoughtful and he is so official. And I, I hate to put these human terms on such a mighty and sovereign God. And by no means am I trying to be irreverent of God, but I'm just trying to keep it in layman's terms, if you will, so that we can, we can kind of get a picture. God is so thorough. He's so holy that he is looking to develop his warriors. He is looking to develop us as priests. The Bible says that we're seated in heavenly places. We are co-heirs with Christ. And so he teaches us in those turbulent times. He strengthens our arms. He strengthens our fingers for war. There's actually a, a scripture in the Bible that says that he strengthens us. He is shaping us. He's correcting us. He's molding us. So in order for him to do that, he has to put us through the fire to refine us. This book is filled with encouragement and it's just filled with lots of accounts that I think many of you will be able to relate to in those low places 
places that you might be in right now. So please, please, when you have a moment, check it out on Amazon. Again, the name of the book is Through the Turbulence, Prayers from the Diary of a Broken Heart. I released that in fall of 2020, and it is there to bless you. Also, in May of this year, I launched the second annual For the Moms Bold and Brave series. So I had an idea in 2020 to talk to the moms, and I wanted to get accounts from different mothers of all ages, mothers from varying backgrounds about their journey in motherhood. And so that was 2020. In 2021, with all that has taken place from the pandemic to tensions and uprisings and all kinds of things that are going on in the world right now. I wanted to again speak to moms, but I wanted to specifically target Christian, Holy Spirit-filled women of God to talk about how they have had to be bold and brave in the face of adversity, in the face of trying times, in the face of a lukewarm culture, in the face of cancel culture, and how they have stood strong how they continue to stand strong and how they are training and strengthening and shaping their children. So if you have not checked that out, please make your way over to markedlifeblog.com. That is my blog site and check out the stories from these amazing women from around the world. It was such a blessing and I'm so grateful to be in this season of For the Moms. Lord willing, it will be back again next year. And so uh, that's that. A few weeks ago, my husband and I just returned from a prophetic convention in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. And it was very, very powerful as it talked, as the speakers, the prophets talked a lot about the end times and the persecution that is coming to the church and the separation that's already happening in the church. There is a separation of the wheat from the tares. As one prophet put it, uh, his name is Sadhu Salvaraj. He said, there's a, a separation. Are you going to be be a spectator or a participator. And it, it just had me thinking a lot about the high calling that we have as believers. There is this kind of notion, and it's a false notion, especially here in the Western world, that Christianity is kind of like an accessory. It's like having God cater to you and your desires. And it's kind of like you're fulfilling your moral obligation by going to church once a week for 45 minutes to an hour, maybe an hour and a half, hearing a motivational, ear-tickling speech, and then going right back into the world and not coming out from among them and being separate or set apart. And that's really the whole concept of this podcast. It's not just another Christian-based podcast where we simply study the Bible for the sake of knowledge, but it is truly a call and a challenge to women to live lives that are holy, lives that are set apart, lives that are saturated and marked by victory, lives that are consecrated before a holy God, the one true living God. So. I hope to share more from that prophetic convention. It is available online at CMFI Maryland. That's the name of the church that hosted it. There were a total of eight sessions, so it was very just rich, and I'm not doing it any justice right now with what I'm sharing, but I do hope to be able to touch more on the convention and some of the takeaways that I received during my time there. So I am at the 16-minute mark, more or less. I wanted to keep this first episode nice and short just to give you all some updates on my world and what has been going on. I'm so grateful to be back to podcasting. 
And yeah, that's it. Oh, another thing, going back to the ebook, one other thing that I started a couple years ago, but I am getting back to is voiceover work. So if you are a writer or an author and you're looking to have your work narrated, please feel free to reach out to me and we can see how we might be able to partner. I will have more information forthcoming to those of you who might be interested. I have some samples of my voiceover work and I'd love to be able to share that and make it available to you. I do currently have an account at acx.com. I do have a few samples uploaded there that you all can check out. So without further ado, I'm going to conclude and until next time. That's it for today, but the journey continues. Visit she'smark.com for more episodes to make a donation or to check out the Mark Life blog. If you found value in today's episode, please subscribe, tell a friend, and consider leaving a review. Remember, the word tells us that many are called, but few are chosen. As you go through this week, remember to walk as children of light.